Hello and welcome to our time of prayer and reflection as we enter into this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's appropriate that in the middle of summer we hear readings from the scriptures that speak of the fruitful earth. Looking around outside we likely see a cavalcade of green, of trees and grass, plants and flowers, which are nourished by the summer rain and sun, and of course we have plenty of the rain. When we gather together on our weekend for our usual liturgy, our faith is nourished by the Lord through word and sacrament. So let's pray that we may be rich soil for the word of God to take root, bloom and thrive across the earth in our hearts and in our lives. As we prepare ourselves to celebrate this liturgy of the word, let's first of all ask the Lord's forgiveness and mercy. Lord Jesus, you show the seeds of mercy and reconciliation among us. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you shower us with mercy and kindness. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you nourish us with your body and blood. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who show the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path, Give all who, for the faith they profess, are accounted Christians the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ, and to strive after all that does it honour. This we ask through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. And we listen now to a reading from the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, as the rain and the snow come down from the heavens and do not return without watering the earth, making it yield and giving growth to provide seed for the sower and bread for the eating, so the word that goes forth from my mouth does not return to me empty without carrying out my will and succeeding in what it was sent to do. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And we listen to the psalm, number 64. You care for the earth, you give it water, you fill it with riches. Your river in heaven brims over to provide its grain. And thus you provide for the earth, you drench its furrows, you level it, soften it with showers, you bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness, abundance flows in your steps, in the pastures of the wilderness it flows. The hills are girded with joy, the meadows covered with flocks, the valleys are decked with wheat, they shout for joy, yes, they sing. Alleluia, alleluia, speak, Lord, your servant is listening, you have the message of eternal life. And the reading comes from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus left the house and sat by the lakeside, and such crowds gathered round him, and he got into a boat and sat there. The people all stood on the beach, and he told them many things in parables. He said, Imagine a sower going out to sow. As he sowed, some seed fell on the edge of the path. The birds came and ate them up. Others fell on patches of rock. 
where they found little soil and sprang up straight away because there was no depth of earth. But as soon as the sun came up, they were scorched and, not having any root, they withered away. Others fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Others fell on rich soil and produced their crop, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Listen, anyone who has ears to hear. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Lockdown, as we are discovering, has made many differences and had rather unusual effects. One striking thing, as you look around the pavements outside our church here at St. Joseph's, is that the absence of spraying of weed killer by the local authority has meant that between the church wall and the pavement, a garden has sprung up of sunflowers, wheat, bodleias and the like. I was intrigued to see what happened with them, but unfortunately some helpful person pulled out most of the interesting ones while they were passing. You might wonder, how did they get there? Birds, I suppose. And how amazing that they could grow in this restricted spot. Nature is amazing, and the growth of even one seed is remarkable. I have never forgotten walking in Upper Galilee by the Jordan River, through a field of grasses and meadow flowers that somehow grow there. Like any other meadow, perhaps in all sorts of different parts of the world. Before, as with them all, the dryness of summer has its way, and it seems that to happen like magic, but that they grow so beautifully, but equally it will all die with the autumn and the winter. This sight must have inspired Jesus in the telling of the parable of the sower going out to sow that we've just heard. Every picture tells a story, we say, and we all love stories. So often, if I tell a story in a homily at Mass, everyone will ask me about it, although I'm not too sure how many of them are so keen on the theological content. A story can illustrate what it usually takes a lot of words to explain, and a story is something that we can go back to and see even more in than when we first heard or read it. Jesus understood this, and he called his stories parables because you had to think about them, and while they were taken from ordinary everyday life, like the sower sowing seed, there would be a hidden meaning that you had to think about. How different it would have been if Jesus had simply described how people take up his preaching and the word that he gives. It would be forgotten in a moment. But by telling this parable, Jesus gets people's imagination going, and he says that right at the beginning, imagine a sower going out to sow. As we begin, imagine, we can recognize ourselves in this story, through our imagination and our reflection. We can all at times in our lives be like the edge of a path, and our faith is somehow taken off, or dissipated. Sometimes our hearts and our lives are like rock that nothing seems to get in. And in our lives too, many things that we experience can be like thorns choking up the good and leaving us with anger. 
There are times in our lives, of course, when the words of Jesus are received with an openness and a readiness to truly take it to our hearts. There is consolation even in this, for the harvest there is, is, is possibly opens up diversity. That wherever, whether we receive the word in a small way, partially or greatly, it is still all part of the wonderful harvest. There is even a pun all at the end. Listen, anyone who has ears. Ears on our head, of course. And of course, corn has ears too. You can conclude that those listening to Jesus would have imagined and even got the point and even laughed at the idea of that pun about ears. To those who are prepared to use their imagination, to think out of the box, to put aside their preconceived ideas, or to make a little time just to think more deeply, all of this would seem all of this would seem nonsense and could not be understood. Jesus points out that it is sad when our hearts grow coarse and we become cynical and closed. Life seems one disaster after another and we feel always betrayed and everything and everyone is the enemy. So our ears become dull of hearing and our eyes shut to his word. Today we pray for the grace of perception and imagination so that we may recognise the kingdom of God among us. And so let us pray. We pray then that we may be that soil, rich and open to the word of Jesus that comes to us, inspiring us and leading us on to produce a harvest through our words and actions. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And we pray. We pray for all of those who have died recently, remembering Edita, a very young Polish lady who has died very sadly, and for Joe Garner. We pray for their families and friends who mourn their loss. We remember all those whose anniversaries occur at this time, and we remember also all those who are to be remembered and prayed for in our Masses in the coming week. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And we pray in these difficult and challenging times for all those who are sick both at home and in hospital, especially those suffering from COVID-19. We pray for all frontline workers and especially nurses, care assistants, doctors, and all those who put their lives at risk to support and help those who are sick and those who are dying. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And this weekend, we remember Jonathan, who would have been ordained on Saturday. We pray that the Lord may support him as he waits and gets ready for his rescheduled ordination in October. We also pray in our, in our weekend Masses this weekend in thanksgiving for Father Tony Hogarth, who celebrates the 50th anniversary of his ordination. We give him prayerful congratulations and ask the Lord to bless him in the years ahead. 
Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And now we pray to the Father in the words that Jesus, our Saviour, gave us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Amen. God our Father, as we have joined together to hear the word of your Son Jesus Christ who calls us to be a rich harvest, so we rejoice in your love and your care for us we ask for the grace to be close to you in the coming week. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.